Welcome to the Ask Dr. Boris podcast, the health and wellness podcast with Dr. Boris Del Cid and co-host Chrissa Booth. Hi, Dr. Boris here, and welcome to Ask Dr. Boris TV podcast. Today, we have a little bit of a different format because our co-host, Chrissa, is on a well-deserved vacation. So we're going to get some of this um, free-lancing, free-willing type of discussion. You know, we're just going to talk a little bit about stuff. And I'm sure you want to know a little bit about what goes on in our lives or what's been going on in the last few years of our life. Basically, we're going to just talk. The format is Ask Dr. Boris, so I need to have a question to be asked. But since I'm here by myself, I'm just going to ask myself a question. Hey, Dr. Boris, tell us a little bit about yourself. What have you done in the last, you know, 17 years? Let me tell you a little bit about me. As a practicing chiropractor for 33 years, the first 16 years of, of practice, I was able-bodied. In 2006, I suffered a motorcycle accident where I became paralyzed. And I have a spinal cord injury from T3 and T4. Uh, that's the upper part of your back. I was in the hospital for six months, 33 days in ICU, and I died once for 16 seconds, uh, they tell me. So after that, five months on a rehabilitation hospital, which I was two months as an inpatient and three months in the rehab portion of it. As a result of that, I became a completely different uh, practitioner, but that's not when I started getting back into practice. What I decided to do is, okay, can I be a chiropractor as a paraplegic? And my, my answer to that was maybe, maybe not. I thought that I could, but I wasn't very sure about it. So I went back to school, went back to UCLA and attended the executive suite of Anderson School of Graduate Business. As a result of that, I was invited or selected as the healthcare delegate to the National Convention, National Council of Disabilities, which was having a convention in Washington, D.C. in 2010 celebrating the 20th anniversary of the ADA, the American Disabilities Act. I had already been uh, um, in this wheelchair for four years, and one of my teachers recommended me, one of my teachers at, at Anderson uh, recommended me, and I was selected, as I said, as the uh, delegate, healthcare delegate to the National Council of Disabilities. And in that convention, I was delivering resolutions that the NCB had formed in order to dictate or help shape policies by the NIH, National Institutes of Health, to Im improve and produce new regulations and rules for with people with disabilities. So I delivered those resolutions to the NIH also was um, in charge of speaking with the Secretary of um, Transportation and I did talk to her for a little bit maybe about an hour or so and I got to see how um, Washington DC operates under political type of functions as a result of this get this 
I got invited to the White House. And that was kind of funny because the way it happened, a few days prior to, to my departure to D.C., I get an email. And in the email it says, well, the White House. It was like in the White House letterhead. And I'm going, oh, this is this is spam. There's, uh, there's no way. This is spam. But I go, well, I'm going to be going to D.C., so maybe I should open it. So I did. And in there, it... Um, it was an invitation for a reception that the then President Obama was uh, sending out to members, to a few of the members of that National uh, Council of Disability and for that convention. So it said, well, give us uh, some information, blah, 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 and we're going to check your background. And uh, you don't have to do anything, just look for another email and you and your caregiver which at the time was my wife are would be invited or not so I remember that clearly that was a Thursday so we flew into DC on Friday then when we come back to the room on Saturday uh, I checked my mail because I was looking for that and there it is and I said okay you're invited I actually was invited to the White House, and I can't believe me invited to the White House? Who knew? So anyways, um, we got, we got, we passed the check and all this stuff, and uh, that was in July, July 26th, I remember it was the day that uh, we were supposed to be there, but there was a microburst. For those who don't know, that's, that's, that's like a, like a tiny, cyclone or tiny tornado that happens under extreme weather conditions. I remember Washington DC that whole entire week was terrible. It was extremely hot and it, it, it just produced one of those things. So they rescheduled it for the next day which was a Tuesday. Needless to say the weather was was pretty bad so very hot and humid. My spinal cord injury limits my the ability of my body to deal with temperatures both heat and or cold in a way that um, able-bodied people function so I can have heat stroke if I'm if not careful so imagine this I'm going to the White House and I'm gonna see the president we're gonna be at the Rose Garden I'm wearing a suit tie long sleeve but it's incredibly hot and humid so I'm going okay I'm gonna die I'm gonna die obviously I didn't so basically we go out first we're, we're we were checked outside the White House on the sidewalk for our IDs and all that and make sure it was who we are or who we were at the time and then we went to another check and there that was a second check for IDs and something else I don't remember and then the third one was finally for metal and things like that you know that you're inside the White House uh, and not inside the White House but in in the premises of it and they want to make sure that you don't have anything that uh, uh, will be bad we did that and then it was outside like I said by the Rose Garden and it's in the middle of the afternoon and it's hot they knew that it was so hot that you know it was probably going to be a problem for some of these people with all kinds of different disabilities but especially people with spinal cord injury 
So they put this misters. So they had that uh, water just being sprayed and that, that made a big, big difference. There was a big ceremony and a few celebrities, uh, Patti LaVelle per performed, Martley Matlin, if you remember, she's a um, Oscar winner for a movie called Children of a Lesser God. She is um, hearing impaired and as a result also has a little bit of a speech impediment, but that's not the case. The case is that she communicated through the whole audience. Actually, she signed and she was one of the representatives of people with disabilities who performed. Patty Lavelle, I believe she, she she was there because she's you know diabetic, and there was another performer there. But when we did uh, witness all that you know presentation and all this, then President Obama, he was there. He came out and um, he acknowledged the attendees, and um, he actually signed a president. What what do they call that? Executive order, and it was to promote the federal government to hire qualified disabled individuals, which was pretty cool. By the way, I just want to know, I just want to say, this has nothing to do with, with politics. For me, it was just the, the, the opportunity of a lifetime to, to go to the White House. And having been invited, you know, I decided, why not? I'm not a political person and I don't identify with... Uh, any particular party. So for those of you who are wondering what that you know, was coming from, no, I'm not uh, involved with uh, politics at all. So anyways, based on that experience, I had quite a bit of exposure in my, my practice because my, my patients later on uh, um, saw pictures and all that in my practice because subsequently I went back to practice. And it was an experience that I'll never forget. We're here in 2023. This is 13 years later. I still remember like it was yesterday. Got to go to places there in Washington, D.C. that I have not gone before. I went to all the um, museums. By the way, it's an extremely accessible city. We can, you can get around easily. Uh, transportation is available too and public transportation for individuals with um, uh, disabilities, which actually transfer from California. I, at the time, I had Orange County Transit uh, Authority has a, a program for people with disabilities that they, they provide transportation for you. And that, I actually called Washington, D.C., and they recognized that, uh, I guess, you have to have a pass for that. So, like I said, you have to have a pass for that, but I was able to get it out there is what I'm trying to say. And that facilitated my transportation in DC. We went to all the museums, great restaurants, and places of interest. This part of my life is, you know, one of the forming years that prepped me to get back to practice. That was in 2010. I went back to practice in 20... 13 or 14. It, re it made me realize that I, I, my brain obviously had not been affected by this injury and I was able to, to do certain things. I, you know, I have my hands and all that. So, and my brain was not affected. So from there I went in, into practice in association with 
And this is a pretty cool story too. I went in in, in association, into practice in association with this chiropractor who at the time now had become uh, uh, licensed and all that. This guy, when I came out of the hospital and I started rehab outside of the hospital, he was my um, uh, spinal cord injury technician or, or as far as rehabilitation is concerned. And um, he ended up going to chiropractic school as a result of our interaction. And I made an offer to him and I said, hey, um, Jeremy, if you graduate, when you graduate and I'm still alive, you give me a call and we open up together. My experience, I still have it. You know, I practiced for 16 years prior to my injury. And um, I can teach you all this stuff. And you don't have to go, you know, experiencing this and doing the up and down, ups and downs of um, starting a practice straight from school when you don't know uh, the business aspect of it. Then you'll be my legs and, and arms. So he said, yeah, I'll do that. So lo and behold, when the kid gets, and I say kid because he's substantially younger than me, but lo and behold, he calls me and he says, hey, doc, I'm graduating. First, I want to invite you to my graduation. And then, hey, is that offer still on? And I said, he was calling me on, calling me out on it. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't back down. And I said, you know what? Let's try it. And we found, we found a place here in San Juan Capistrano and we opened up shop. Having had uh, the opportunity to get back to practice and some of the things that you know, shaped that decision was based on partially what I saw uh, in Washington DC with respect to, to the National Council on Disabilities and having had that experience with that convention and all that. Basically, I, 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 I parlay all that experience that uh, I've had prior to my injury and then seeing how powerful the knowledge is and manifested itself an invitation to do what I did in Washington, D.C. as part of, you know, the disabled individuals. I go, what a way to represent it, you know, represent disabled individuals than going back to practice. and. I'm gonna tell you one thing. It is the most incredibly funny thing for me to see people's face when they ask me, well, hey, so what do you do? And I said, you would not, I'll, I'll let you guess. And they go, computer guy. I go, no, not really. People ask me, you know, they, they usually ask like, so what do you do? I, I love just, teasing them and going well I'll let you guess and immediately the computer thing goes because they obviously see me and uh, sitting down and all that and they go oh yeah you were like in the computer stuff you're a um, software engineer or, or something like that and I go nope and then they go well uh, are you into uh, law are you a, a lawyer nope and you know sometimes I go and give them a little bit of you know some ridiculous thing like, I'm a stunt man. <laughs> uh, can you tell? This is what happened. But anyways, now then I go, I am in the most unlikely business as you can possibly think. And he goes, oh, now I'm really curious. And I go, well, guess what? I'm a chiropractor with a broken back. And they laugh. I have no problem being in, you know, uh, who I am and what I am in the sense that being um, um 
paralyzed. That's that's fine. Now I've, uh, I've adapted and accepted it and all this. So I tell them, I'm a chiropractor. Isn't that funny? Chiropractor with a broken back. And they go, oh my gosh. Then they really get curious and they go, so how do you do it? I go, you're going to have to see it. Come and see me. And then I hand out a cart. And people will go, oh, I do have pain in my neck. And my low back really hurts and stuff like that. So it's, it's funny because they, they, they get curious and excited to see uh, and check out how I could do this. That'll be another, another podcast. But most of the time, they, they get very interested about this story. So I tell them a little bit about, you know, how did I do this and all that. So then I practiced for seven years in, in, in that uh, San Juan Capistrano location. And then I was asked to join another group that does spinal decompression and moved to Costa Mesa with that group, practiced there for another five, six years. Now I'm, I'm ready to share the wealth of uh, information, which by the way, all this that I'm talking to you about now, although this is not advice or anything, in, in, in other podcasts we're going to discuss specific things that you know you can use for information and make decisions on remember this i'm never diagnosing you i'm never never treating you or suggesting anything that you that you should or shouldn't do unless you talk to your own healthcare provider i am a licensed doctor but i'm not yours so i have not talked to you personally not seen you not touched you not done any examination so i can't possibly be treating you or diagnosing you. That being said, to the best of my ability, I'm going to give you the information that I have gathered throughout my years and I continue to learn through my education because you never stop learning. We're going to discuss some things like that in the future and um, when our co-host comes back, we'll have questions like that that you, our followers, are going to be asking us and also giving you, you know, things that we think you believe you, we believe that you should be aware of and uh, sharing that info bottom line having had this um, experience in in Washington DC prompted me to go back to practice and yada 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 um, and all that um, it's why all that experience is why I, now I'm trying to share that info with you this setting is very very casual we're al fresco today we're outside of a location where you know, breeze is flowing and I'm sure you can hear the cars going by and trucks and all that. But we like that because nature is beautiful. And so wrapping it up, thanks for listening. This is podcast number four. And we will come back with uh, our co-host the next time uh, or probably time after. I hope you enjoy this. Learning a little bit about who it is that you're listening to. I'm happy that you tuned in and let's see you in the next uh, or let's have you listen to us on the next Ask Dr. Boris TV podcast. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Please like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Dr. Boris TV.